welcome to Rebirth, the podcast. This podcast was created to educate and deeply empower women in the birthing and mothering season of their lives. Join us as we explore the concepts of birth, matrescence, and parenting with honest, raw, and intriguing conversations with fellow mothers telling their stories, experts sharing their knowledge, and women sharing wisdom with women. We hope to encourage you to be the expert of your body, your baby, and your experience by staying curious and listening to your innate intuition, because we were never meant to do this alone. We are your hosts, Emma Morris and Monique Peters. We hope you enjoy today's episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome to our very first episode of Rebirthed, the podcast. Super excited to be here. So today will be a small intro of what's to come on Rebirthed and for you to get a little bit more intimate with M and I. We'll be letting you know the essence of the podcast and themes that you can expect us to be discussing and for you to just, yeah, get a little bit of a feel of the podcast identity. So our mission is to help you, our listener, to feel less alone in this season of mothering, whether that be you're in the preconception phase, you're pregnant, or you're in the postpartum phase of this season. And we hope to do this by sharing words of wisdom from our guests and sharing evidence-based information from qualified experts in their field. We're also um, we're hoping to encourage you to be your own expert by staying curious and listening to your own intuition and receiving the ideas and philosophies of our guests with an open mind and an open heart. Yeah, for sure. And there's definitely going to be some themes that Em and I um, will be discussing and are super passionate and that you can expect to hear on the podcast. So the first one is birth. So birth stories and birth preparation. The next one is preconception, pregnancy and postpartum health, which is a huge topic within itself. But we are just so passionate about helping women thrive through all of these stages. So we'll be inviting some pretty incredible guests on to talk about this wellness on a physical, spiritual and a mental level. Yeah, and matrescence as well. So matrescence and the evolution of who we are when we become a mother, the immense growth and healing that occurs months and years post this incredible transition. And another theme is gentle and responsive parenting. So as both Mon and my babies grow, we are learning so much more um, around this topic ourselves. So we know that infant humans are hardwired to responsive parenting. So we'll be discussing things like normalizing co-sleeping and feeding on demand and listening to your intuition. Yeah, for sure. So we're super excited to be bringing you this podcast. We are super passionate about all the topics. Um, Em and I also own a women's health clinic called Maya Mothers Collective together. So we'll be diving um, a little bit into that at the end of this podcast. But Em, do you want to tell listeners a little bit about you, who you are, what you do in the world and yeah, how you became to be sitting here next to me with this podcast and being a co-founder of the clinic? Sure. So as you know, well, this voice here is is mine. So I'm Emma. I am 32 and my family at home consists of my husband, Brandon. We've got Elkie June um, and she is 13 months, which I can't believe. We also have two cats, (laughs) Arlo and Lulu. Um, I am a crazy cat lady and was very cat obsessed before we had Elkie. Um, And then we also have two chickens, butter and charcoal. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> thanks to Brandon. Uh, thanks to Brandon. Um, so, yeah, our house is – there's never a dull moment in our house. Um, we live on Brisbane's north side. I am a nutritionist, so I specialise in the the space of preconception, pregnancy and postpartum nutrition. But I – before I kind of dove into this space, I was specialising in gut and mental health because I've had my own challenges in both of these areas. So I really have helped uh, women and, and men as, as well over the last five or so years um, in this space. And then when I had Elki, I really wanted to dive into more the yeah hormonal side of things and, and preconception, pregnancy, postpartum, even more so than what I was doing prior. But just a little bit about what how I how I became a nutritionist. Um, prior to this, I was a personal trainer for five years, and that's where I met my husband. Um, so I was big into yeah physical fitness, and I actually was a CrossFit trainer at one point as well. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, I was training a lot physically, um, and then even before that, I. uh, studied psychology so I've got a degree in psychology as well and that was straight after school so basically went from school into my four-year psych degree loved that but didn't end up becoming a psychologist because I just needed to get out and and work a little bit and so I yeah I worked out in the field in psychology for a little bit um, in organizational psychology and then yeah then I focused on the next thing in terms of where like what motivates me and what helps me with my empathy, I guess, for my clients who are sitting on the other side of the desk. I've had my own health concerns and I feel like a lot of practitioners and and people in this field, Mon and I, are exactly this. We've been through our own health battles before and we've used, you know, the power of food and you know, nutrients, supplements, herbal medicine, all of the things to heal our bodies and our minds. And I am no different. So in terms of myself, I've had my own mental health challenges over the years, mainly depression, but definitely some anxiety as well. So I've had, um, yeah, really bad depression. I've almost been hospitalized. I've been on um, antidepressants for that. I've also had gut imbalances. So I had lots and lots of bloating and SIBO and all of the things over the years, which I have since addressed. I've been diagnosed previously with chronic fatigue syndrome, which I no longer identify with, but that definitely has been part of a whole array of what I've been diagnosed with. And I've also been diagnosed with PCOS. So yeah, there's a few things that I've worked my way through over the years, but really just always coming back to that mental health side of things. As you can guess, when I studied psychology, like I've had a passion for mental health for absolutely years and years. So just that behavior of why we do what we do, but then also looking at what we're eating and our nutrient status and our gut and our hormones and how that all impacts and our environment and how that all impacts our mental health. I'm yeah, hugely passionate about that. And now that translates into a lot of it is postpartum mental health and postpartum depletion. So really helping that mother who was going through a lot and that may be, you know, a big transition. Well, it is a big transition of matrescence, but um, every single baby going through a lot, um, how can I help her from a physiological point of view? So from a 
nutrient point of view and from, you know, focusing on her gut and whatnot. How can I help her with her mental health and feel the best that she can feel? So, yeah, that's a little bit about me in terms of my mothering side of things. I am... Um, as I said before, Elkie's 13 months, so I've only been a mother for a short period of time. But my gosh, it has completely shaped, it's turned my world upside down in a good way. I've always, always, always wanted to be a mother. And I always knew that I wanted to practice and work in this field as well. But I just wanted to experience it myself first before I really dove headfirst into it. And yep, just give I had Elgie and six months later decided to open up this clinic, which we'll talk about. Um, but yeah, we've conceived Elkie, um after, I don't know how long it was, a fair few am- amount of months trying to conceive her. And it was a bit of a journey in itself, but we got there and she is honestly the best thing to happen to us. And everything that I do and we do as a family, we do it for her and we do to grow to continue to grow our family in the future not just yet but um but yeah being a mother is something I absolutely adore and yeah it's been a wild ride Mm, sure has (laughs) we've been right next to each other yeah absolutely so Mon tell us about you tell us about yourself your family your background Cool. So I'm Mon and I have a husband, Ryan, and a little baby boy or now toddler, Archie, who's just turned 14 months. And yeah, the last, same as you, M, the last 14 months has been a wild journey. Obviously, motherhood has its beautiful ebbs and flows and ups and downs and yeah, learned so much about myself. But I, hmm, let's rewind the clock. So I spent the first about 15 to 18 years of my life dancing so that I feel yeah um established a lot of like discipline and creativity in me I'm a very creative person I then went on to become a makeup artist and spent uh, about five years in or sorry 10 years but five years in the retail sort of space um yeah as a makeup artist and I had my own business um I then became really unwell I probably spent a good I'd say probably five years, really, really unwell, but altogether I suffered for nine years with hypothalamic amenorrhea. So for those of you who don't know who that is, it means that I didn't have a cycle for nine years. So I feel like that in itself has sort of led me to where I am today because I, yeah, had similar to M, like my gut was in all sorts. So I can empathize so much for people that are going through any kind of um, illness. So I had leaky gut, SIBO, uh, I found out I was celiac. Um, so yeah, a lot of inflammation and yeah, just not, I guess, having a period and not knowing when I would even be able to try to have kids because, you know, it wasn't even about are you ovulating. I wasn't even getting a cycle. So yeah, that was a really hard time in my life. And I became really passionate about um, low-tox living. So I transitioned from being a, I guess, mainstream makeup artist to a low-tox makeup artist and changed my whole kit over and yeah basically turned my house upside down and got rid of all of the toxins because yeah our skin our skin is our largest organ and what we put on it um, especially in the preconception pregnancy and postpartum phase is so important and I was you know eating really clean and doing all the right things internally so I then wanted to look at yeah like what's going on what am I putting on my body and that was like a yeah a huge rabbit hole that I went down and then 
I wasn't getting better. I was seeing, you know, different practitioners. So I decided to study integrative health just to learn and like give that power back to myself instead of handing it over all the time. I really wanted to understand, yeah, the gut and the way the body works a bit more. So I did that and yeah, I then got in touch with, you know, some really good practitioners and we got, I got on the right things um, and finally got my period back, which was, I remember waking up that morning and I bawled. <laughs> so I was just like, yeah, it's, it was yeah a very wild ride. And then we were super lucky to conceive um, Archie on the first go. So I'd had five, five cycles. Um, and yeah, I feel like his little spirit was there waiting to come down for sure. Cause I've yeah, wanted to be a mum for as long as I can remember. So yeah, it was a pretty full on time uh, for myself and my husband. Um, and I think that's definitely led me to where I am today. I'm so passionate about women's health. And although I'm not a nutritionist like M, I feel like I've done a lot of research and study myself and I do understand, um, yeah, the female body a lot more than I used to. <laughs> and yeah, just super passionate about, yeah, this space that we've created and I'm just, my health's the best it's ever been. Um, and I think that is definitely due to the way that I, yeah, treated my body in pregnancy and postpartum. And I think Em and I both, when the clinic sort of came about, we each like had our, you know, people and our community that we went to to make us feel really good during that time. So, you know, we both have our Cairo and we did acupuncture and all those things that I think really do assist the body through this season. Um, so yeah, I'm just really blessed that I have came, come out the other side now and yeah, it's definitely got me. I would not be sitting here right now today if I hadn't have gone through all the things that I went through. So yeah, that's a little bit about me and, um, yeah. And just you talking about the clinic there kind of prompted me to think about, well, we should probably talk to our Mm. audience and our listeners about. Uh, the clinic that we do <laughs> offer or we've opened, Maya Mothers Collective, because that's a, a huge part of us and it's part of how this podcast also came about. So I guess a little bit about that um, and, and you know, our journey over the last, yeah, what, eight months or so. Mm. Um, so essentially I went on mat leave um, and so Mon and I, to set the scene, Mon and I were only about just less than two months apart in our pregnancies. We ended up only being a month because Archie was born at 42 weeks and Elke was born at 38 weeks. So it really only is just over a month, which is really cool actually. But so Mon and I were obviously very close and Mon went through her birth, which was bloody amazing, which we'll touch on later down the track. And then I went through mine and we were just navigating this postpartum season and we both actually felt pretty good. And I went on that leave from my job. I worked in the city um, in private practice in a nutrition clinic, which I absolutely adored. And I just thought that I would go back there when I was finished having my maternity leave with Elkie because I, I love, yeah, I will always be a practitioner. I love sitting across from women and helping them Um one-on-one and that's always going to be a part of what I do and so I said to my boss Jess at the time Jess I'm going to be back I just don't know when that will be and I just I just didn't I I thought something might happen or I thought 
I just really wanted to give myself the space to um, really disconnect from work and really connect with being a mother and being present, which is exactly what I did. And I gave my brain um, just all that space to step away from helping others and just be with my own family and learn who Elkie was and and just really immerse myself in everything. And then about... I don't know exactly, but around the four or five month mark postpartum, I think it was more four months, to be honest, I got almost a download where I woke up one day and I just said to my husband, I need to open a clinic for mothers. And all of a sudden, like I had never wanted to open up my own clinic before, like it had never really crossed my mind. I always wanted to work with mothers, but... I just, like, it's just so funny. I never thought that that would be the case, that I would have my own. But going through postpartum, I felt really good and Mon felt really good as well. But it was seeing other women. So I was going to mother's groups and I was talking to other women and they were just really struggling postpartum. And I... And I think even though, like, saying we feel felt good, we still obviously had our struggles. Like, oh, absolutely. Been, like, but generally, like, in that sort of depletion. Yeah. Yeah. We. Yeah, I, I know. Yeah, I, I, I didn't feel... As like depleted as I thought I would. No, like, yeah, no. I felt. I remember I felt fantastic. Yeah. Um, which I don't think was a coincidence. Like I think we, we, very deliberately. Yeah, we prepared ourselves. Prepared ourselves. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so had had that idea, and all of a sudden it was like something was unlocked in my brain, and I said to I remember exactly where I was when I was on the phone to Mon when I told the her. Same. I was in Elkie's room, and I don't know what I was doing. I don't even know she was in there but I was in there maybe folding clothes or something and I yeah I um was telling Mon I need yeah I need to open up a clinic for mothers and it's going to be a multimodal clinic and it's going to be this space for women to really come in and take a big sigh and breath out and really just come and be supported by a beautiful team um, in whatever phase of mothering or whatever season of mothering they needed. And from then on, I, you know, I just set to start to look at different premises and started to toy around with the name of the clinic. And I just thought, oh, well, let's just see if this will actually go ahead because it is a huge thing. And I knew in myself that if I was to embark on opening a business, especially in that postpartum phase, that it would be a very large undertaking and I was a bit scared about whether I would be able to do it and you know those self-doubts did come up but I just had the strongest gut feeling that this was the right path for me and um mom also joined joined in then and she was just so I remember when I told her you were so excited like it was Mm. your idea as well like you were excited like and so on board straight away. Like you just wanted to start to build the idea mm. together straight away. Mm. I think because we were voice messaging so much as well in a postpartum and talking on the phone and like we were both just like still listening to birth stories and listening to like postpartum podcasts and we were just like immersed in that space and we were both, yeah, just like, yeah, I was like, hell yes. Like this is so needed. Mm. Yep, absolutely. So, yeah, and then we yeah we we started to look at things and I think you know things just, just I'm a big believer yeah. that when things are meant to be they just flow, mm. and this was a state of flow like everything just it's almost like our bodies like it's almost like it was decided for us like every conversation you and I had was like yep yep okay yep and then we, like move forward the next step and it was never there was never any like barriers no. it just happened and then 
I was at a barbecue one day and um, one of my friend's husbands was like, oh, you kept opening your your clinic quiet. And I was like, mate, it's because it happened so fast. Like it was like a slap of our finger. I just, uh, yeah, mm. I still look back at that time and I'm like, whoa, like, yeah, we, it just is almost like it all unraveled for us. And mm. it was just all, yeah, as cliche as that sounds meant to be, but yeah. Mm. Mm, no, absolutely. I agree. And I still feel that to my like mm. to this day, like I still feel in our gut, in my gut, yeah, I feel purpose, that it's, yeah. yeah, it is our purpose and it's what we're meant to be doing and I wouldn't have it any other way. And not that's not to say that it hasn't been hard. It has been hard. We've mm. been open since October 2021. So what are we now? Uh, about eight months. Has yeah. it been eight months? Um, so, you know, the first couple of years of owning your own business is very <laughs> big but um it you learn all the things including yeah. like gurneying and <laughs> it's not you know there's there's definitely some unglamorous parts to oh, it but <laughs> absolutely um, no it's been bloody fun though but yeah it's been yeah it, it has been wild and we we have to thank our families and friends around us who've been huge supports to us. Like we couldn't oh, have done it. Without. Shout out to my mum. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers. Yeah, yeah. We couldn't have done it without our, our family and friends taking care of our babies and being there to support us like through all of the meltdowns as well because there's been a few meltdowns. Mm. Um, and uh, <laughs> like, yeah, I think I have had a few people say to me like, you know, like how did you do it you know when your baby was six months old opening a clinic and honestly like I would never want to come across as some super mum because I'm definitely not like we have had support and yeah without my mum um and my partner sorry my husband um yeah it just <laughs> it just wouldn't have yeah it wouldn't have happened so yeah super grateful and I think yeah yeah and I guess um, for those that don't know, Maya Mothers, as a clinic, we offer currently we offer a suite of modalities including nutrition, naturopathy, homeopathy, acupuncture, massage, both pregnancy and normal massage, like including remedial massage. We offer counselling. And um, midwifery care as And well. midwifery care, private midwifery care, which we are so proud and excited about. And we also offer mothers groups. So we, yeah, we're trying to build a hub where women can come and honestly get most of their needs met um, in terms of their physical, but their mental, emotional, spiritual needs as well. Because mm. we both understand that being a mother and going through the transition from maiden to mother and then going through a tr the transition every time that you give birth is a sacred time. And it not only... Uh, recalibrates you physically and it recalibrates your brain like actually very physically your brain is no longer the same it also can recalibrate your entire sense of self and your emotional spiritual mental health so we wanted to really um, be able to offer women um, and men we do see couples um, we wanted to be able to offer our community uh, some space for healing and growth really yeah and I think this podcast has come about um, because Emma and I just feel like we have so much to share and we were doing, um, you know, lots of Instagram lives on our Instagram page and we're getting, you know, some really beautiful messages and um, engagement there. So we thought like we, there's so many people that we want to have these conversations with and yes, like I feel like, you know, Em, you and yourself have got so much knowledge to offer. So yeah, that's sort of how the podcast came about. It's been on the um our radar for about six months but obviously the clinics come first so we've finally had the time to sit down and yeah record and 
yeah, we have some really incredible people coming on. Um, it's going to be a mix of, you know, those, I guess, more spiritual conversations. We're going to have, you know, experts on talking about topics that we feel are really needed to hear, like for people to hear. And, you know, a few birth stories here and there. It's going to be a little bit of this and that. But, yeah, hopefully it resonates with you guys. And, yeah, feel free to message us if there's anything specific you want us to chat about. But, yeah, basically that season of becoming a mother is you're never going back as you, you know, become an adult from a teenager. You never go back to that teenager when you become a mother. Um, Yeah, you're never going back to that maiden. So that's, I guess, a little bit of the essence of Mm. what the potty's about yeah and a little bit about us and we will be diving into our separate episodes we mon and i both want to share our birth stories and we want to share different elements of our lives and um, we will do that in separate podcast episodes because i both feel like we've got a bit of a story to tell Mm. um and even your journey with like pcos and my journey with not like i feel like it's yeah so many women out there can relate um yeah. So, yeah, and to help women not feel alone because although motherhood can feel really isolating and sacrificing and grueling, there are other women all over the planet who are doing the exact same thing as you. So whilst you feel alone, if this podcast can help you remember that you are not alone and that there are so many women who are going through the same thing and, and to remind yourself of that and also even to connect women with women that's um that would be yeah amazing if we could help women do that that's yeah. part of what our mothers groups and whatnot do as well but yeah so if you ever want to get in contact please just um jump online and or jump onto instagram yeah and um and give us give us a dm or a comment or whatnot but um yeah i think that's that's a enough about us yeah and about the podcast and um yeah we really really hope that you enjoy our episodes super excited to yeah kick it off thanks for listening guys and we'll see you for our first like proper i guess interview episode in a couple of days awesome thanks guys if you enjoyed this episode please leave us a rating and review which helps us reach more women If you know someone who could benefit from listening to this episode, please share this with them. We would also like to acknowledge the Yuggera people, the traditional custodians of the land in which we live and mother on. We pay our deepest respects to their elders, past and present, and we extend that respect to the Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples here today. Thanks for listening to Rebirth, the podcast. We can't wait to share another episode with you next week.